We take a break from our performance review series to take a look at the updates on the Dolphins defensive coordinator's search. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Tip of the cap to our everydayers because it is your team every day. We don't just say it. We live it here on the Locked On Network. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So we've been nearing the end of the performance review series, uh, but today felt like an appropriate day to kind of take a step back. We're working through the defensive side of the ball anyway right now. And look at the defensive coordinator search with the Dolphins and Vic Fangio mutually agreeing to part ways. Vic very quickly landing in Philadelphia. Uh, a lot of smoke that 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 uh, Vic, before it was all even started in Miami, uh, really wanted to be in Philadelphia anyway. So uh, happy trails. The Dolphins have a vacancy with their defensive coordinator. They're looking to fill. And we have a number of candidates that have been reported for interviews that we're going to cover here today on the show. I do appreciate your patience. I am sick as a dog. I don't know if you guys picked up on it yesterday. Um, I got a little bit more juice today, uh, but we're going to um, give our best flu game effort here to make this a Michael Jordan sized effort. Uh, but if... Uh, you don't mind the, the baritone scratchiness in the voice today. We'll go ahead and get started with a couple of former head coaches that uh, are on the list of reported requested interviews for the Dolphins defensive coordinator position. There's two in particular, Leslie Frazier, former defensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills under Sean McDermott, who was the interim and then full-time head coach for the Minnesota Vikings in the early 2010s. The other one, of course, Brandon Staley. That one was reported by ESPN's Adam Schefter. So uh, a couple different buckets you can put this list of candidates in. It's also worth acknowledging uh, before we continue through the rest of the show. There has been one player, uh, according to Joe, Joseph Person uh, on the Carolina Panthers beat, that uh, Miami was declined an interview with, and that was Ejiro Avero, who is a big fish candidate on the defensive coordinator market. Uh, blocked from Miami was blocked, according to Joseph Person, from interviewing him because it would have been a parallel move. Uh, all in all, reports indicate that uh, the new head coach there in Carolina, Dave Canales, uh, is intending to bring Avero back to be the defensive coordinator again in 2024. So that was Miami's requested interview that they were not granted permission on um, because it would have been a parallel move. But these two head coach. Uh, experience candidates, Leslie Frazier and Brandon Staley. I'll start with Brandon Staley first. Uh, I've not shied away uh, from my initial reaction to Brandon Staley. Uh, I do think there is some merit to Brandon Staley's time in LA with the Rams uh, as being a meaningful box on his resume. And that was a very successful unit. That was 10th in, in yards defensively. And it was 
or 10th in points and first in yards as far as the like the net plus minus as a team. Uh, so that defense, uh, they were first in yards, first in points in the NFL. They were 10th in takeaways that season. A very impressive group that was headlined by Aaron Donald at the peak of his career, uh, Jalen Ramsey. So an impressive collection of top-end talent with that Rams defense that Brandon Staley uh, in his one year with the Rams and Sean McVay uh, before getting the head coach job with the Chargers. Now, the Chargers, three years, uh, two and a half years with Brandon Staley as the head coach. He was responsible for calling the defense, but there were admittedly other responsibilities as the head coach of the team. Uh, that experiment did not go well, and the defense did not perform at a very high level uh, in any capacity. They were no ranked no higher than 20th in yards or points in any of his three seasons with the team. I do think it does carry some merit for Brandon Staley that uh, Jalen Ramsey has the positive um, quotes out there about Staley and, and his experience working with Brandon Staley. I think it carries some merit that Sean McVay is interested in, in bringing uh, Staley in for interviews for his Rams team as well. They just lost Raheem Morris, their defensive coordinator, uh, to a head coaching job with the Atlanta Falcons. So, some of this, it's very difficult, obviously, without even being in the interviews to kind of compartmentalize the fit versus the uh, situation. I would just say that, that Brandon Staley would not, based off of the body of work, even though there were compounding variables in, in L.A. with the Chargers, uh, I, I don't think this would be a, a candidate that would be particularly high up on my personal list. Leslie Frazier's interesting. Bills fans uh, do not like Leslie Frazier. The, the, you'll see a lot of tweets uh, kind of giggling about the idea that Leslie Frazier is going to come uh, be the D.C. in Miami or is interviewing for this job. Uh, there's some overlap here with somebody on staff. Uh, Frazier uh, co was the defensive coordinator, while Daryl Bevel was the offensive coordinator under Brad Childress in Minnesota. And then when Frazier took over as the interim coach, and then the first year of, of his full-time tenure, Bevel was his offensive coordinator in Minnesota. Um, Frazier's a former player played in the 80 played with the Chicago bears in the eighties. So he's a part of the four, six defense uh, Tampa two disciple as a Tony uh, Dungy subordinate. Uh, and then the zone mats concepts with Sean McDermott in Buffalo. So a nice kind of broad menu for Leslie Frazier. Um, it, it seems as though the book on Frazier has been that, that they're a little too passive at times, a little too reliant on uh, just an organic rush, um, particularly when you get against some of the, the better competition, uh, wanting to play more high-stress football and, and create more mistakes. Uh, Frazier called plays for Buffalo, became a scapegoat for some of the postseason shortcomings. Uh, in particular, you could point to the 13 seconds collapse against Kansas City, although there's some dispute who called the plays in that situation. I know Michael Lombardi is an NFL insider, said that McDermott took over the play calling for the end-of-game situation against Kansas City, uh, and then the, uh, the collapse against uh, Cincinnati in 2022, uh, where they, they lost at home in a punchless effort defensively. Frazier sat out 2023 on the last year of his contract um, with the team. 
But uh, th- this is someone who I think brings a lot of valued experience. I think has enough diversity with the schemes that he has run. Uh, understands, obviously, a divisional rival. Uh, there's a lot of pros here for Leslie Frazier. I do think the one thing that I would be mindful of is after, as the dust has settled from Vic Fangio and his departure, it's become increasingly clear, and I believe Albert Breer had a report on this this week, that Fangio's kind of old-school approach uh, kind of rubbed coaches and players the wrong way for how everything had to run through him. And uh, Leslie Frazier is an older defensive coordinator candidate that you'd just be mindful of if they're looking for the right culture fits within the coaching staff is another old school guy, long-term coach, uh, the right fit as the person beyond just the X's and O's acumen. Because I think Frazier has outstanding X's and O's acumen. I would not be disappointed in any way if this was the hire. But I'm just trying to put myself in the frame of mind of what are they going to be looking for after what went wrong with Vic Fangio? And does that set up successfully for Frazier to be the choice or not? Now, there's some connections for Mike McDaniel uh, from some of his previous stops, and those will be highlighted next year on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. So stick with us. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end your season with a W or two or three or more. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score touchdowns, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today. And you'll get $200 in bonus bets of your first bet of $5 or more. Wins, just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So some of the other candidates that have been uh, listed as ones that are in play for Miami. Uh, Bobby Babich is probably the hottest name on the market right now. Uh, Babich is currently the linebackers coach in Buffalo. He was previously the safeties coach. He took over the linebackers coach uh, role from his father, Bob Babich, who was a longtime defensive coordinator in the NFL in Chicago from 2004 to 2012. Uh, inducted Brian Erlacher in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, so his, his dad has a very impressive resume of his own. Uh, and then another one that just actually came out today, that the Babbage request for an interview came via Tom Palacero. Another one that just came out today was uh, courtesy of Diana Rossini, and that's Anthony Weaver. Uh, Anthony Weaver is the associate head coach and defensive line coach in Baltimore. He's held that role since 2022. Uh, former player for the Ravens and Texans from 02 to 08. Uh, as a defensive line coach, he was in New York. In 2012, under Rex Ryan, Buffalo in 2013, under uh, Doug Marone, Cleveland in 2014 and 2015. There's an overlap there with Mike McDaniel. So Weaver, uh, McDaniel, and Babich all on that Browns staff in 2014. Uh, then Weaver went to Houston in 2016 to 2019 as the defensive line coach. 
He was the defensive coordinator in 2020 and then came to Baltimore in 2021 as the defensive line coach and run game coordinator and has held associate head coach and defensive line coach titles since. So uh, these two candidates are interesting. Uh, They're different. Uh, Babbage, obviously, kind of off the same Leslie Frazier, Sean McDermott tree. There's obvious appeal there. He's he's young. He's in his 40s. So you think about the culture fit within the staff. It's a no-brainer. And Babbage, um, the, the appeal for Babbage himself looking to transition away from Buffalo is Sean McDermott. Uh, called the plays this past season as the head coach. So going to a staff with an offensive coach opens the door for you to advance your own individual career and put yourself in a position to maybe align for a head coaching job when the the time is right. Uh, So Babich uh, overlap with with McDaniel. He's an assistant defensive backs coach and then a safeties coach in 2013 to 2015. Um, very well regarded everybody that I've reached out to and asked, including Joe Marino of Locked On Bills. Uh, he has a sterling reputation for his perspective, uh, his connection with players. So this feels like an obvious choice from the culture side of things for Miami. And and he's got a big feather in his cap with the linebackers coach role and the safeties role. You know, he he came to, to Buffalo and, you know, he took over the safeties coach role in 2018. That staff started in 2017 and Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. That's been the strength of that Bills defense for a long time. And those guys are long in the tooth now. They're they're slowing down a little bit. Uh, but when he switched to linebackers in 2022, it was Terrell, uh, Tremaine Edmonds and uh, Matt Milano, well-established players. Edmonds leaves in free agency and Terrell Bernard comes in as a uh, uh, day two draft selection and he's developed into a tremendous player for Buffalo in his first year as a starter. And and the bills took the, the loss of Edmonds completely in stride because Bernard played at such a high level. So that's a great feather in the cap for Bobby Babich as far as his ability to develop and cater talent uh, to who's available. Now, as far as what we know about Anthony Weaver, um, just about every stop that he has had has been aggressive defenses. Obviously, the uh, th- there's a lot of buzz right now for Baltimore in general uh, because of Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator, uh, uh, for what he's doing, and he's getting head coaching interview opportunities. And uh, Weaver holding the title that he has as associate head coach and defensive line coach. If McDonald does take a a uh, job somewhere else. Weaver may be in play as the defensive coordinator to stay in Baltimore as well. Who knows? But um, that defense is very aggressive. Rex, Rex Ryan defenses have been known for a long time for being super aggressive, and that was one of his formative years as a young coach. Uh, the first year he was a defensive line coach was in 2012 under Rex Ryan uh, with the New York Jets. So uh, I certainly think that there is – um, some smoke there in that regard. And then another obvious connection between both Weaver, Babich, and McDaniel is they're part of the collective uh, as well. So Mike McDaniel, you've probably seen some clips of the QB collective um, and a group of coaches that all kind of collaborate. Uh, so there's some connection there as far as the people element 
of this as well. Now, there's also some connections for the Dolphins internally within the building. Uh, according to Aaron Wilson, uh, we've got reports of two internal interviews for the position as well. We're going to get into those two next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy, but it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the dub. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. So uh, linebackers coach Anthony Campanile and outside linebackers coach Ryan Slowick. According to Aaron Wilson, of the two internal candidates who have interviewed for the position, uh, Slowick's got an interesting path. Um, 14 years of NFL experience. First joined the Dolphins in 2022 as a senior defensive assistant for Mike McDaniel. His father, Bob Slowick, a former NFL defensive coordinator, uh, served as the DC in Chicago with the Bears from 93 to 98, Cleveland Browns in 99. Green Bay Packers in 2004, and then the Denver Broncos in 2007-2008. His brother, Bobby, is the offensive coordinator of the Houston Texans and um, has gotten some head coaching interviews as well. So the Slowick name is very much out there in the coaching circles right now. Uh, Ryan first coached in Denver in 2005 as an assistant. Uh, he was elevated to an assistant special teams coach in 07 with his dad on that same staff as the defensive coordinator and assistant defensive backs coach in 08. He then worked in Arizona with defensive backs in varying degrees and outside linebackers from 09 to 2014. He became an assistant defensive line coach with the Jets in 2015, working with Leonard Williams and Muhammad Wilkerson. So some impressive uh, versatility as a positional coach on his resume. And then he was the Browns outside linebacker coach in 2016. That was like the Jamie Collins group. And then he's an analyst with Tennessee in 2017 and has nothing on his resume until he was a consultant at Northern Colorado in 2021. And then he comes to Miami and now he's your outside linebackers coach uh, for the Dolphins. So that, that certainly kind of raises your eyebrow a little bit that there's this gap, if you will, in his resume. And then he comes to Miami and gets elevated into a positional coach role and uh, usually I'd, I'd kind of raise my eyebrow there, but, but he got an endorsement from somebody who I have a great deal of trust in coach Vass, Chris Vasseur, if you're familiar, uh, I've done some content with coach Vass. Uh, he's consulted NFL teams. He's consulted defense or college teams. He's a defensive savant. Um, he is as sharp of a defensive persona as I have ever encountered. And he came out with a glowing review 
of Ryan Slowick and said it would be an outstanding hire. So that at least opens my uh, receptiveness to Slowick as a candidate for the position. I do think it's a little bit uh, of a long shot as far as the selections for for who is uh, currently in the running. And I would say Campanile probably has a better inside track as far as uh, internal candidates goes. Uh, Anthony Campanile has been with the Dolphins since 2020 as the linebackers coach. He was the Michigan Wolverines linebackers coach in 2019. He had prior stops in Rutgers under Kyle Flood and then in Boston College under Steve Adazio and was the co-defensive coordinator for BC in 2018. Uh, Camp, known for his intense demeanor, obviously spotlighted on hard knocks. Uh, but has a positive relationship with his players. The players seem to really gravitate towards Coach Campanile. Uh, it's impressive that he's been able to maintain through Brian Flores as the defensive play caller, and then Josh Boyer as the defensive play caller, and then Vic Fangio as the defensive play caller, and a head coaching change in there for Brian Flores to Mike McDaniel. Like He has survived a lot since, despite being in Miami only since 2020. And he's been interviewed. He had a request for an interview from the New York Giants for their defensive coordinator vacancy. So he seems to be on the track to getting an opportunity in this regard. And uh, we'll we'll see if the Dolphins deem that he's the right one. If I had to kind of handicap these candidates, these interviews, it feels like there's some momentum for somebody off of the Buffalo Bills tree, be it uh, Babich or Leslie Frazier. Uh, but I would probably say that that uh, Anthony Campanile has as good of a chance as anyone outside of that. Uh, I would say Slowick feels like a long shot uh, for th- uh, the position and Weaver kind of being a new addition. I think it helps that he has some connections with Mike McDaniel. But uh, I I would say my my three favorites, maybe not the ones I would pick, but my three favorites right now would be Frazier, Babich, and Campanile. That's an educated guess on my part. And we'll see what news this uh, this defensive coordinator search continues to bring. And we will have you covered every step of the way. I'm Kyle Krabs, host of Locked on Dolphins. Hope you guys enjoyed this look at the candidates that the Dolphins are interviewing for their defense coordinator vacancy. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins because it is your team every day. Fins up, make it a great rest of your day, and I'll be back again to talk to you all tomorrow.